Hey, welcome to another episode. Today we got DPG, you know, Dog Food, the Dog Pound record came out in 1995. It was pretty good, wasn't it? It was pretty good, this record. Um, I did not listen to this in 1995. In fact, the first time that I heard this all the way through was uh, last week. I know we're in 2024, but hear me out. Hear me out, all right? Don't don't dismiss. Don't, don't block me yet. Um, 1995, man. I was well into Ruthless Records. I was listening to BG Knockout and Dre stuff. Bone Thugs, Easy e anything that had the Ruthless logo, that's what I was hunting down. Um, I picked a team, man. My side was Ruthless, and I know they were beefing with Death Row. And uh, what can I say, man? I was riding high on that Ruthless shit. And it took me a minute before I got into Daz. Um, Gang Related came out, and that's when I was like, damn, this guy Daz, man, he's dope. He's fucking dope. And then uh, Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back came out, copped that, loved that record. And then Corrupt took me even a little bit longer. Uh, Anarch, no, what was it? Uh, the uh, Against the Grain. Against the Grain, that's right. That's my favorite Corrupt record, and that's when I became a fan of Corrupt. Um, so took me a minute, all right? Took me a minute, and then, you know, so by the time... You know, looking back at uh, at all that, you know, so all that time passed, and this record just kind of hung out. It's easy to find. You can buy it off eBay. You can stream it, whatever. But I just never took the time to get down and uh, check it out, you know? Do I regret it? Let's find out, man. Let's find out. You think this is a classic record, and it might be. Do I think it is? I, I'm going to take a look at it. I'm going to find out, man, 30-something or, what, 20-something years later. I don't want to age myself. But uh, I'm going to tell you what I think after hearing it for the first time straight through last week into this week, giving it several listens, you know, analyzing every beat, every track, all the features. Is it a legendary record? Is it a classic? I mean, we know it's legendary, but what do I think about it? Here we got Dog Food, the wiki on here. So, you know, not trying to steal any information. This is all just out there on the internet. This came out in 1995, Halloween of all days. Uh, critical reception, you know. It's, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. Look at the reviews, though, man. Spin Magazine, those guys that do, uh, uh, what, rock and roll or some shit? I don't know. A 5 out of 10? What? Look, man, I know this ain't a 5 out of 10 record. I would probably trust the Los Angeles Times who gave it high marks. And um, do we have a hip-hop rap reviews here? Eight out of ten? Okay, that seems a little more realistic, man. Pretty crazy, man. But check out where it's sold, man. Dog Food debuted and peaked at number one on both the U.S. Billboard 200 and the rap hip-hop R&B charts, selling 278,000 copies in its first fucking week. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Death Row killing it right now. Just killing it in 95. So obviously this is going to go platinum. And it looks like by 1996 it was, I believe, it went two times platinum. That's two million copies sold. And by now, I'm sure it sold a couple million more. 
I don't know, man. I can only guess, speculate. Um, it probably streams a hell of a lot. Uh, some people out there have told me that this is their fucking favorite record and they bump it every day. So keep giving that uh, Spotify money to Daz, right? So that's how it did, man. It had two singles, uh, New York, New York, and Let's Play House. Pretty big, pretty big. You know, that uh, controversial New York, New York with Snoop Dogg knocking down buildings and whatever. This is a Death Row record classic. And by that, I mean, this is, I mean, look at this sucker. This is Suge Knight, Dr. Dre as the producers, executive producers. Dr. Dre mixing everywhere on here. Uh, the features on here, you know, Snoop, Nate, Lady of Rage, uh, some of our other favorites like uh, Joe Idol. What is it? What is his name? King Idol Joe, something like that. Mr. Malik too. Some dope shit here. And Val Young. Mm, this is a, this is going to be like a death row parade here, man. So why don't we dive into the music and I'll tell you what I think of it. I'll give you my opinion, track by track. All right, I'll let you know what I think is fire, what I think is all right, and if uh, there's anything whack, we're going to know, you know? At the end of this, we're going to go over the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, let's get ready. Let's do this. All right, man, so we start off with the intro. It's a quick intro. It's not too offensive, right? It just gets you right into the mood. You're in it, man, you know. Are you motherfuckers ready? So, it's a cool intro, you know, nothing to write home about. I'm kind of glad they didn't waste too much time on it. And I'm glad they didn't attach it to the first track because, uh, you know, you'd have to like, you'd, we'd find something else to bitch about, in other words. Dog Pound Gangsters, that first track though, man, this is a fire ass track, man. This is a great way to start off this fucking record, man. Daz on the beat here Corrupt starts off the record And he is killing it man He's like You know He's got that flow man It's going perfect over that Daz beat I like it man uh, This is one of my favorite tracks Really right off the bat The way that Corrupt is flowing on here He's already starting to set in as One of the best from the west um, Even though the song has a little bone diss I remember hearing that back in the day I was fucking offended I was offended. You betcha, man. I wasn't going to bump this fucking record. But, you know, 20-something years later, who gives a shit? These guys are all friends now. What were we beefing about? Who cares? Who knows? So, what do you guys think about the first song, man? This was your first taste of the dog pound, maybe. For a lot of people, it was. You know? The beat is gangsta. It bounces. You know, we got that... We got, we got a pretty good, decent tempo here, man. Not too, not too slow. Pretty fast. That bass that only Daz can do because we've heard it many times from Daz and it's almost trademarked really at this point that you know, he's got that smooth bass line. You can really take a deep listen to this track and hear all the different pieces that Daz is putting together. And as a really young man, back then, it's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. I'm impressed. What Corrupt is doing, I'm impressed so far. 
This is just the first song, man. It's high class. It's fucking polished. You know? It's not like Daz called in some fancy producer to come help produce this. Dre is mixing a lot of this shit, but I hardly hear any hint of Dre, tell you the truth, if I had to be honest, um, on this track. And spoiler alert, on the rest of the tracks, this is all Daz right here. It's a great way to start off the fucking record. Check it out. I'm going to play a snippet, and then we're going to move on. Now we got respect up in the house. I think this is a fucking dope ass track now. We got different sounds going on here. It bounces, you know, it's still that death row type of shit. I don't know what you guys think about this. You know, we're starting to introduce a little bit more vocals in it, you know, some female vocals. But at the end of this track, or towards the middle, you know, wherever, you know, Prince Idol Joe's up in the house on this one. In my opinion, he's my favorite part of this fucking song. Let's not uh, skip over the rest of the song, though, man. I like the way it starts. I like those female vocals, man. It's pretty cool, man. Um, Daz, Corrupt, going back and forth on here is also pretty classic, man. When we can get some of that from Daz and Corrupt, you feel like you got your money's worth. Like, this is what I bought the tape for. You know what I mean? I love it. The hook is dope. We get towards the end here where Prince Idol Joe is up doing his thing. And... Prince Idol Joe is one of these guys that really brings that mystique to Death Row. Um, you know those days where Death Row was fucking gangsta, but on top, man. And we got some features from Prince Idol Joe. Uh, was it on Tupac? This? Wherever else, man. I think it was on Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back 2, man. There's nothing like it, man. There's nothing like it. It's part of that Death Row mystique. And you know we capable to make your life invisible, so don't fuck. You better be respectable. A 9mm, it's really incredible. Wicked and wild, it's so wicked and wild. Prince Idol Joe, yes, we're well versatile. Is it dog punk? Yes, you're well versatile. They pawn the bitch, you bet the gangster smile. Fucking dope, man. Fucking dope. You know, this other track here, New York, New York, it's not just the other track. This is the big dog pound track. The big single, man, a little controversial. We got Snoop in here, right? I haven't seen the video in ages, so I hardly remember it. What are they, kicking buildings down or some shit, man? I'll check it out. That's not important. What's important, though, is this song itself. The beat, DJ Poo in the house, man. DJ Poo did a lot of shit on the Dogfather. He does another track here. I'm digging DJ Poo, man. He's a pretty, uh, you could say he's underrated, but he had his time to shine. You know, he had his spotlight. He had that moment. Um, I'm glad that Death Row recognized his talent, brought him in, because he does, he's almost like another lane of Death Row, and right here is just the start, man. Um, it's cool, man. I like that Snoop comes in, too, does a little bit on the hook, whatever, you know, but Corrupt and Daz are really the ones who are stealing the show here. Um, corrupt 
on this track, I was very fucking impressed with his lyrical skill. Now, why am I so impressed? Because this guy's a young fucking man. Like, he's had all these years to improve his craft, but right now he sounds like he's been doing this for, like, I don't know, a decade or something, man. It's pretty amazing for some new cat to come up and just have this type of lyrical skill, man. The confidence, the uh, writing that he's doing, man. The lyricism, the rhyming of Corrupt was pretty advanced here on some other shit next level shit the song itself though is pretty cool you know it's not my favorite but it was good for a video you know it's pretty consumer friendly it's simple and catchy i'm a simple man i love catchy shit this is one of those songs but you know what it's the next song that dj Pooh does that i love smooth dj easy dick one of these other guys that bring that death row mystique making this mm, just like that death row parade that death row party whatever man dj Pooh, man he brings that heavy bass man we got some uh dope vocal what is that like zap and roger type shit man Ooh, baby the way that this starts off with snoop dogg like I dare you to find one person who doesn't like this song. Everybody should love this fucking song. Maybe one of the best songs ever made, man. I gotta, I gotta start that gangsta rap playlist of the best gangsta shit tracks ever made. This is probably up there. I think that's Val Young on the vocals. Another one of these uh, voices that bring that death row mystique. And I know I keep saying that death row mystique, but this album, it's like, it's like the final frontier of that death row era where we get this Val Young shit. You know, DJ Pooh. Just, oh, just these perfect death row voices that help build the label. The hook is dope, man. Everything goes good here. DJ Pooh, one of his finest beats ever. Really, um, I don't mean to make Corrupt and Daz take a back seat, but I can't help but to give DJ Pooh his props on this, on this beat. It's killer, it's dope, it's awesome. Smooth is a fire track. Gets all the fire emojis, as my wife would say. All right, psycho like no. Bitch ass. Mr. Malik. Death Room Mystique. He's, he's all about it, man. I love this beat. I love the different sounds that Daz is bringing. Daz, 
is bringing a lot of different shit, but none of it is making this distracting. Um, you know how you can get producers that just add so much shit, so much, so many different sounds, melodies, whatever, they switch it up. It is a little bit just distracting. It's almost like uh, it, it lost, I don't know. Like I said, man, I'm a simple man. I need simple shit. This is simple, but it is growing. You know, he's adding some cool shit back here. I like the little, the screaming in the back. I promise I won't do that again, but I love that. I heard people doing that shit back in the day. I think I used to hear Exhibit do that shit all the time, man. Fucking people just going nuts on that. You know, that yelling, that screaming, whatever, man. It sounds dope in this song. The bass is bumping, man. The keys in the back are nice. Daz is really just uh, killing his own beat. You know, he's doing pretty good, man. I love the way that Daz paints a picture. I know I say that a lot, paint a picture, but I can feel it. And I can listen to a track and it feels like a movie or something like I can see I can step in their shoes this is how Daz is rapping on this track I appreciate the Snoop coming in too you know it's pretty cool man cycle like no but corrupt of course does his thing he's cool the real star of the show though is Mr. Mali the guy kills it he just fucking kills it it makes me want more Malik. Now, I'm guilty of not doing my homework on Malik. I have not looked for more songs or albums by him. Shame on me. I know, man. Fucking shame on me. I love what he does here, though, man. This is adding, of course you know, to that death row mystique. Take a shot every time I say that because this record is full of it. Psycho like no bitch ass. Mm, so dope man it's dope this is a fire track man fucking fire ass track let's go to the next song man right in slip and slide in the tempo is going down a little here and it's about time man we need a breather every song up to here has just been like boom you know it's fucking crazy this one's not a slow jam though don't get me wrong man don't mistake it for a slow jam this is just a smooth smooth g-funk you can call it g-funk right it's g-funk the way that Daz is rapping over his beat Relaxed, you know Relaxed A lot like Warren G Who else used to do that? Snoop, of course Grew into that relaxed flow And then, uh, was it Lil Half Dead? They had these relaxed flows Goes perfect with this beat, man And the way that that bass just bounces back and forth Woo! Kind of reminds me of some underground, you know, Humpty. Almost. Don't get it twisted. You know, Daz here painting that picture, man. Gotta love the stories telling. Um, Corrupt. He's just on here kind of showing off his lyrics, in my opinion. He's cool, man. His lyrical ability. They both do good on this track, though. This track is not whack. This track is pretty good, man. So far, this album has no skips. No skips. And this is track seven. Not a bad track record, man. Let's go to the next track, Big Pimpin'. Okay, I know what you're thinking. This is a skit. A minute and 36 seconds, something like that. Right after I said this album has no skips so far, I jinx it, right? Well, hear me out, man. DJ Quick, he's got Quick's grooves, which are always just 
instrumentals, you know? Think about this track almost like an instrumental, except you got some big pimping vocals on here, you know? Does that make a difference for you? I mean, the beat's dope. The beat's dope. Big pimping too. Pretty short at least, a minute and a half, you know? Maybe you need the bathroom break. I don't know. Anyways, you're probably skipping it, right, by now? Let's go to the next track here, man. Let's play House, the other single from The Dog Pound. What can you say, man? Miss Chalet, Nate Dog. who knew I needed that? Dr. Dre starts it with the, I don't know, with the creepy whisper voice. Whatever. <laughs> but, uh, hey, this song is a masterpiece. I'll tell you why here. It might not be your favorite song. It's not my favorite song. But I can see the way that the song is constructed, you know, to kind of uh, baby feed the masses into this idea of let's play house. You know, it's like it's almost like a love song, kind of. But, you know, they get to it, you know, Daz starts it, and then we introduce Michelle here. You know, we got to have the sweet vocals here, right? Get into it. But then, to hit you home, to sell you this shit, they pop in Nate Dogg. Oh, come on. Everybody loves Nate Dogg, man. Is that Snoop Dogg on the back, too? We might have a little Snoop there saying, Engine, Engine number nine. And you know what? The song is fucking catchy. It's simple, it's catchy, but it's a masterpiece. It ain't my favorite, but I recognize a masterpiece when I hear it. And everything about the song screams masterpiece. Simple, nothing crazy. We know what it's for. It serves its purpose and it sells singles. It brings the masses to the DPG. And it's not really a whack song either, man. I wouldn't skip it. It's cool, man. Let me know what you guys think about this song, Let's Play House. Who remembers the Above the Law diss while wow, they're slinging keys and y'all playing house, you know? I used to love those little digs, man, from these uh, rap groups back then, man. Just shoot at each other lyrically, vocally, whatever, you know? It was cool. Let's play house. Not bad, not bad. After that, though, man, we got I Don't Like to Dream About Getting Paid. This is a fire track. The first time I heard it, I was like, oh, my God, man. Why the fuck is this title so long, you know? Ugh. I enjoy it, though. Who's to say titles can't be long? I don't know. But it's perfect. It's perfect. Nate Dogg again comes back. And... Death Row Mystique. Death Row Mystique. Nate Dogg is part of that for sure, man. Even though he never came out with the record. A lot of these people that are adding to the Death Row Mystique never had a record on Death Row. Nate Dogg included. You know, Malik... Entitled Joe Michelle These guys didn't have records, man. Not on the road. Later, maybe. So I don't I don't I don't like to dream about getting paid. It's a cool song. I like Daz's lyrics on here. It's again, man, like he's just rapping this movie, little like a little diary or journal of his life. And I get it, man. It's like psh, yeah man, let's hustle, man. Fuck a faggot ass job, am I right? For real. It's a dope track. It's one of the fire tracks. Mm. I don't know who the female is on this uh, on this track, but she really compliments Nate Dogg well. And Nate Dogg is just legendary. 
even on this track right here, man. Rest in peace, Nate Dog, the great. I don't like to dream about getting paid. Fire, man, fire. Let's go to the next track here, man. We're on track number 11. And the tempo is up. We're back into that gangster shit here. I swear I've heard this beat somewhere. Retaliation, revenge, and get back. It was just switched up a little different. Just switched up a little different. But it's so good, it had to be used twice. I appreciate it. And of course, Lady of Rage. Mm. Only now do I really love Lady of Rage more than I did back when I was a kid, man. For real. Now, you might be thinking that Corrupt is going to be the star of this show. Nah, I think Lady of Rage takes it on this one, baby. And you know what? Daz is actually surprising. Not that Daz is whack. Nobody ever says that. Daz, his rap goes so fucking well with this beat. He's killing it on here. But I gotta say, man, I love me some Lady of Rage. She gotta be the star of this one. Man, this is track 11. This is building up to be a classic, you know? I'm surprised. I'm fucking surprised. 20-some years later, almost 30. Almost 30 to the year. It's my first time hearing this song. It's fucking crazy, man. Where have I been? Do what I feel. Anyways, God bless Lady of Rage, wherever she's at. Protect her at all costs. Let her rap again. Let's go to the next track. All right, track 12. This is where we start to get a little cringy. Two songs here. Sex songs, you know, sex songs. If we all fuck. Why do I say cringy? Because times have changed. People don't really, I don't know. Or am I just old? I don't know. But the beat here is pretty cool, you know. Leave it to Dazzo. You got to give him props. Making up a beat that is completely appropriate for the topic at hand. You know? Bitches and fucking. Very different. Almost out of left field. The tempo has changed now. You know, it's a slower beat. The melody. What melody? We got some drums, you know, in the back. We got a little bit of a keyboard going on, you know, with, with different sounds or whatever. Snoop Dogg coming in with the smooth voice. If we all fuck, you know. Let me know. 20-some years later, do you still listen to this song or do you skip it? Being one of those songs, is it something that you outgrow? You know, as you grow older, you grow up, you get more mature. Are sex songs just like, you know? I mean, I still listen to Two Life Crew, but I see that out in the world of the internet. Two Life Crew videos don't get as much hits or there's not much interest in the group. That's too bad, man. They were classic. Maybe it's just the topic at hand. Y'all let me know, man. What do you guys think about this song, If We All Fuck? I'm not giving it a fire. 
I don't think it's the greatest ever, but I give it its props, man. Dance did something good here. It's different. It's appropriate. I get what he's going for. Like I said, man, I recognize a masterpiece. Is this a masterpiece? Not really, but it's cool, you know. Let's go to the next track. Some bomb ass pussy. Some bomb ass poussoir. <sighs> okay, so, I mean, it starts off with Snoop Dogg, you know, busting a nut. Mm, great, you know, just what I've always wanted to hear. But we can get through that, you know. There's actually a real dope beat in here. Actually, I think the beat is better than the track before it. You know, the plays on uh, Spotify, sometimes they might tell you something. You know, I might be reading tea leaves here, but it has like a million more plays than If We All Fuck. I think the beat's cool, though. Check out that beat in the back. If you listen to this track, um, it's almost like, what is that, like a flute in the back or something, man? Like, Daz is getting far more creative on these tracks where he has to. And that's the sign of a good producer, not just making something whack. Um, I'm impressed. Keep in mind, man, Daz is like maybe 22. I don't know. He's real young right now, man. It's fucking unbelievable. Think about it now, man. These guys are like kids. And they're making classic-ass gangsta shit like this. Not bad, man. Not bad. You know, Snoop is here, man. He's blessing the track with his vocals, you know. Um, Corrupt has some pretty dope lyrics on here. You know, I like that one. I bet she eat a fat one. I think that's the song, right? It's a fun track, you know. People are so uptight these days that they don't like these tracks. They call them rapey or whatever. Do you skip this song now? You let me know, man. I'd be curious to see what your thoughts are on this type of track in 2024. Let's go to the next track here. A Dog's Day Afternoon. Nate Dogg back in the house. Ooh, this is one of my favorite tracks, baby. Track number 14. Tempo back up. We're finally back to some gangsta shit. This is what you bought the motherfucking tape for, ain't it? This is that song, you know? You need that song to tell you this is what you bought the tape for. A Dog's Day Afternoon is that song for me. Krupp starts it off. He's flowing like a fucking gangsta. He's flowing lyrically above everybody else. Dude's like on Saturn. Daz wasting no beat. And what I mean by that, everything he throws in sounds intentional. There's nothing distracting, confusing. Ooh. And the way he flows on this shit, damn, baby. Fucking dope. A dog's day afternoon. One of the better tracks on here, in my opinion. I didn't think that on the first listen, though. Took a couple listens, and I was like, you know what? This is fucking dope, man. This is one of my favorite tracks on here. Hmm. Let's go to the next track here. Reality. 
tempo down, but we got a sneak surprise in here. Big Trade D. Do you consider Big Trade E part of that death row mystique? Tell me. He was on gang related, mm, retaliation, revenge, and get back. He's right here. It's like an honorary member of death row. Is he? Let me know what you think, man. Big Trade D. Big OG, still doing his thing. He's a, he's a national treasure, that man. Another one of these rappers that we should protect at all costs. This beat's pretty cool, though, man. Um, it reminds me of, you know, maybe if we all fuck, I don't know. It's just a slower type of beat. But don't let that fool you. It's not going to be uh, like one of these sleeper skip tracks, in my opinion. So far, we haven't really got any skip tracks. You might not be too impressed the first time you heard this track. I'll be honest, I really wasn't. Um, but that's because of fatigue at this point, you know? I'm getting fatigued. I'll be honest, man. Daz Krupp, they cool, they cool. But it's really cool to hear Big Trey D, baby. Is this the first one that he's on? You know, the first Death Row album? I'm not sure. Gotta do the history, reading the Google, whatever. But, uh, mm, you can't lose when you got Big Trey D on the track, right? The hook ain't too bad, you know? Yeah, it's all right, you know? Hooks ain't everything. Let's go to the next track, one by one. This is the second to the last song here, one by one. You know, we're getting that uh, Daz bounce. We can call it the Daz bounce, right? You know, it's just that bass that hooks you in and doesn't let go. Oh, we got some Dre voice in there. This is a five-minute fucking song. I like the the keys on here. They're kind of cool, man. They're smart. They're like, dun, 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 you know? They don't get played out. The bass, Daz's bass, his bass lines never get played out. Just like, you can like listen to him all day long. This is a good example of that. And of course, Corrupt by now has already solidified himself as one of the best of the West. You know, it's a decent way to uh, start wrapping up the record, really. Um, one by one. So, let me know what your opinion is about how this record is ending. That's what I really want to know, because it's over an hour long now at this point, and you could be getting fatigued. You know, did you get that? Or is every track just carrying you through this? Are you not tired yet? Let's go to the next song. So much style. So, I can recognize a masterpiece, right? I can recognize a good song too. That maybe isn't a masterpiece. So much style. Is it a masterpiece? I think right now it's just a good fucking song. Here's why I can say that I recognize that. Is because right now I'm ready for this album to end. I'm a little tired. Fatigue, you know, I got this fatigue going on here. But it's not the song, man. It's like, I know this is a pretty good song, man. I can feel it. 
but I also feel like it's not like the top tier, like uh, Dog Pound Gangsters or Smooth, you know? But on anybody else's fucking record, oh yeah, this is top tier. It's only because I compare it to its own, its own shit. It's like Daz has become his own worst enemy at this point and corrupt, you know, the DPG. Um, you know, this hook, it kind of reminds me of some rhythm D type of shit. You know, so it's interesting. It's not just like every other death row beat that he's done or dog pound beat. He's uh, he's reaching out there. He's a uh, so many styles, like the song says, man. And for that, I give it more props. Okay, more props. I like the way that they're flowing. The way that corrupt is flowing on here, man. Like, I'm impressed. How many songs there are? How long this album is? And these guys just sound like they never get tired. Like, like, look, I know this wasn't recorded in a day. But there's a lot of records that I get to the end of it and I'm tired and the rappers sound tired, you know? Like they're just cashing it in like, okay, you know? But every song on this record has been nothing short of a nice big effort. I'm impressed. I'm really impressed. Let's talk about where I was wrong. I thought that this album would be too outdated for me to really enjoy, which is why I put it off for so long. I was wrong, okay? I was wrong. This is a West Coast classic. This record is dope. Uh, I was crazy, okay? Y'all called it a classic. Everybody said, check it out, whatever, whatever. And for some reason, over the couple decades, I always put it off. I fucked up. This album is dope. I got to keep it in my rotation. There's a lot of dope songs, right? The way I look at it is there's not a whack song on this album. There's no whack songs. They're all pretty good, but then there's several that are just fucking fire. There's so much fire that they make the ones that are pretty good seem a little bit tame, you know? And that's no fault of those songs. And of course, it's all opinion too. You know, everything is subjective, but this is how I felt uh, listening to the record. The amount of effort and the energy that these guys had is phenomenal. At such a young age, it makes it even more special. Like, this is a five-star album. It's not perfect, but it's a 10 out of 10. Five-star. Whatever you want to call it. It's a classic, man. It's one of the best West Coast albums created. And you guys are sitting there being like, yeah, no shit. You know, I get it, man. I get it. Remember, man, I heard this from top to bottom just last week. I'm surprised. Okay. Now let's talk about the bad here. Okay. The bad, uh, Dr. Dre on here, uh, did a lot of the mixing and sometimes he comes in whispering and it just sounds kind of, it just sounds kind of fucking creepy to me. You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know, what else? The sex songs, they're a little outdated, you know, but you know, let's have a little fun, man. We don't have to be stuck up assholes, right? But I get it. You know, you might skip them. Mm. Uh, what else? Okay. The skit. I get it, man. I tried to uh, tell you, you know, remember Quick's Groove. It's kind of like that. But all in all, if I had to make the perfect playlist from this album, I'd probably remove that. You know, the album, it is over one hour. So I can't lie, man. I got, 
I got tired towards the end there. I can't lie. I got tired, but, uh, you know, if I just, uh, I don't know, man. It's not easy for a record to be over one hour and you not to get tired. Uh, this record, even though it's one hour, over one hour, like I said, every song is still quality. There's just something about it. I can't put my finger on it that made me feel like it could have been two songs shorter. Like I was ready for the album to end by the time I heard reality. I would have been happy. That's just me though, you know? I don't know. The Ugly. Well, you know, The Ugly, this was that final Death Row record that just had that Death Row mystique on it. Is that true? Do you feel like that? Having uh, Malik, Michelle Lay. Who else do we have here? Prince Idol Joe. You know, these guys make uh, features on other records. There's just something about this that feels like it was like a, a, an extended doggy style or like they recorded this right after doggy style. I don't know, man. It's just a point in time, 1995, that can't be duplicated maybe I shouldn't even call that the ugly it's just like damn it hurts it hurts man that gangster shit in 95 good shit man good shit uh they never did a record like this again you know death row I that in my opinion you know top to bottom actually I shouldn't say death row I should just say the dog pound never had a record top to bottom like this uh retaliation revenge and get back pretty close it was good but uh dog food i get it it's better the uh what else <laughs> the upcoming releases that were in the cd insert oh it just made me sad it's like ah uh, those never came out lady of rage did though lady of rage did that was dope um pretty dope record though pretty dope record from top to bottom one of the best death row records that uh came out my opinion dog food the album it's a 10 out of 10 i can't knock it for the things that i don't like because that was very little and pretty much like splitting hairs oh when you can't take an album that's longer than an hour you poor old man you know whatever it's all good man that doesn't do shit to the score here man this is a five-star record it took me forever to listen to it was i wrong yes i was wrong I thought that they would have been, they would have sounded premature and unskilled or at least not as polished as they do these days. Um, or at least they did, you know, on my favorite records, their solo records. I get it now why people say they wish that Corrupt would go back to sounding like old Corrupt because he was phenomenal here. And I get why people... Uh, wish that they would make another dog food record or that Daz's production would go back to something as polished as this. I get it. Where I dismissed it thinking, yeah, they were young. It can't be that great. Mm, it's phenomenal. Check out this record if you haven't. Look, I realize I'm probably the only guy on the planet who heard this from top to bottom for the first time in 2024. But uh, this is something I can get behind and be happy I was wrong about it. Dope-ass fucking record. Check it out if you haven't. You can stream it, man. It's easy to find. 
dog food, the dog pound. There's a remastered version out there too. I got the OG one. Mm -hmm. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Is this a classic in your eyes? Do you hate this record? If you hate this record, let me know in the comments, man. I'd love to know. I'd love to know why. This is going to do it for this episode of the Gangsta Rap Odyssey. Thanks for checking out the uh, show. If you like what you hear, you know, give us a subscribe, whatever, or a like, comment. I appreciate all the support, man. I'm out. Peace.